welcome to episode 89 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is anxiety and overthinking. Does anyone else feel that like having anxiety automatically makes you an overthinker? (laughs) Um, I think that that is literally where my anxiety stems from or like just kind of where my anxiety goes. Like when I start to feel anxious, I start to wonder like, why am I feeling anxious? And I get down to the root of like, what is causing me this anxiety? And then I start like hyper fixating on this idea or thought or event or something. And then I start to overthink. And then I start to think of like every single possible scenario that could like literally happen and like some very extreme very bizarre scenarios sometimes where I'm just like what in the world like what like what what makes you think this away like I will never understand where and why my thought my thought process goes in this like direction like I, I don't I don't get it but I am an avid overthinker over absolutely everything. I always have to think of every single possible scenario when it comes to literally every single thing in my life. And this kind of like comes a little bit from like always trying to be prepared, right? Um, Those of us who deal with anxiety, what it is that we really want is control. We want to control every single thing, every single situation, which like we can't. And that's what causes us the anxiety is because we can't control the things that we want to control when like 90% of the things are out of our control, right? So then we start to overthink and we start to think of every single scenario every single little thing so that in case something like that does happen, we are already mentally prepared. I guess like in a sense, this is kind of like a flight or fight response, right? Like those of us with anxiety, we're always like on a fight or flight response. Like we are ready to go or like kick butt. Okay, no, not really kick butt. But like, you know, we're we're always ready to like either flee a situation because we don't want to be in that anxious state or like, fight to battle. Um, And that's where like the overthinking comes from because we've already thought of this scenario potentially happening. So we're already prepared as to how we are going to handle it. We don't like surprises. I deal with anxiety. I hate surprises. (laughs) Like absolutely hate surprises. I need to know everything that is going to happen at every moment, every minute of every second of the day. Like I don't like when like even just like my normal schedule my normal routine is thrown out of place I don't like when my husband calls me and is like hey we got to do this like right now or I got to do this right now or this person's got to come over right now like uh uh-uh do not spring that stuff on me I (laughs) cannot handle it not only will I become an anxious rank a wreck but I will become um an anxious rager Okay, so this is where I start to lose it and start to like scream, not scream, but like start to be like, what the heck? Why didn't you tell me this before? You know, like the not so very nice side of me comes out because of my anxiety. It's not because I'm naturally a mean person. It's because of my anxiety because you didn't give me enough time to process what it is that we need to do. 
this is like sort of random, but this is also like why I don't like receiving gifts <laughs> because <laughs> um, I like don't know how to react to a gift that you give me. And then like I feel, okay, this is where, this is where my, my overthinking process goes. Okay. So let me know if this is how your brain thinks too. Okay. So it's my birthday. I'm with a friend. My friend gives me a gift. Already, I'm like, crap, they gave me a gift. Like one, I don't expect anyone to ever give me a gift, regardless of whether it's my birthday or it's Christmas or Mother's Day or like whatever, whatever like holiday it is that you naturally give people gifts. So you hand me this gift and already I'm just like, crap. And I'm already feeling guilty over the fact that you brought me a gift. And guilty because now I feel that because I invited you to my birthday celebration, you felt obligated to buy me a gift. If I hadn't invited you here, then you wouldn't have felt obligated to buy me a gift. So now I'm feeling guilty because I made you feel obligated to buy me a gift and I feel like crap about it. Then naturally, people expect you to open gifts in front of them. This is like something that gives me anxiety because I don't know how to react and then I feel that like I might overreact or underreact and then you're gonna think that I didn't like your gift so here I go opening up this gift and let's just say it's a Star Wars sweater I don't know <laughs> I love Star Wars I love sweaters and it's a great gift so I'm like oh my goodness wow like this is great right? Like, I love it. Thank you so much. But then here's where my brain goes. Here's where my overthinking goes. I start to think, did I give a big enough reaction to where you can see that I actually like your gift? Or did I not react big enough? And now you think that I don't like your gift and that I am overly overreacting um, to like fake like your gift and show you to make you think that I like your gift. That is where my brain is going, right? And then let's just say that my friend says, oh yeah, I didn't know what else to get you and I figured you would like this. Now, that reaction right there, <laughs> the way that they said that makes me think, oh crap, I didn't give a big enough reaction. So now they think that I don't like their gift and now they feel guilty for buying me something that I don't like. And then I feel guilty for them thinking that they spent money on something that I don't really want overthinking literally overthinking and this is just how my brain works mm, almost 24 7 <laughs> almost all the time and like that's ridiculous right like like go back a few seconds <laughs> go back like I don't know maybe a minute and re-listen to that scenario please tell me like okay girl like you need to get your brain checked or something because like who thinks like that right like but that is where my overthinking process brain goes. I overthink everything I do. I overthink everything I say. I overthink everything I wear. Like I overthink absolutely everything. And this could come from me being a people pleaser, right? Where I want to make sure that I am pleasing everyone other than myself. So I want to make sure that I look good enough for you. I want to make sure that I am 
reacting good enough for you so that you know that I like your gift or I want to make sure that you're happy even though this moment this birthday celebration is for me like that is the people pleasing in me that makes me overthink everything and overdo everything and then at the end of the day like I'm not even really enjoying myself overthinking has honestly like ruined (laughs) a lot of moments for me right because I am just wondering if The people that are around me are enjoying themselves or the people that are around me truly want to be there, right? I've also ruined moments because like I'm there in the moment and I should be enjoying myself there in the moment, but I am overthinking of like what's going to happen next or what if this happens or what if that happens and then like at the end of the day, like I'm not even present where like I actually am and I, you know, I don't... (laughs) I I don't really know how to like stop this. Um, I can say that I've gotten better. There are some things where I'm really just like, well, you know what? I'm not really in control right now, nor can I control this. So I'm just going to let it be as it goes. But then there are moments where I truly just cannot stop it. And I truly just like cannot stop the overthinking. I've been reading a lot in like, um, just like some articles on like when to give yourself yourself time to worry or like panic, right? And so they say like, set a time in your day where you give yourself, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, to like sit down and like worry or be anxious or be angry or like whatever, like to just sit with your feelings, but only give it that a lot of time. Don't allow it to last longer than that. So, you know, at 3 p.m. when I know that, my husband is home and he can watch my daughter. I can like go into my room and for five, 10 minutes sit here and either cry or yell. I'm not a big yeller, but like (laughs) cry or like be angry or just like overthink of whatever scenario it is that is bugging me that like wants to ruin the rest of my day. And then once those like 10 minutes are up, then I can be like, all right, I'm done. Not going to think about this anymore. And then like leave and keep going on with my day. Now, I actually haven't put this into practice yet, but it's something that I've been reading and I've been reading a lot more of, like a lot more articles or a lot more books um, and like just different courses and stuff that I've been taking. Like a lot of them say this exact same thing, right? Like give yourself a lot of time throughout the day or like weekly or whatever, you know, Um, and give yourself only that moment to worry or overthink or, you know, process whatever it is that you need to process. And then that is it. Don't give it any more time. Don't let it ruin any more of your day. Don't let it ruin any more of your life, really. I feel that I should be putting that into practice like right now, because right now my brain is on an overthinking overdrive. And I don't know about you guys, but when I am overthinking about something, I will literally dream about it too. Like (laughs) last night, the entire night, it was like different dreams, different scenarios, or like different ways that a certain scenario can play out. Like it got so bad to the point where like someone in my dream turned into a demon, okay? Like, (laughs) yeah, I'll give you a minute to laugh at me too. Like what? Like how, where, where is my brain going with this? Like what, how in the world When in the world will someone that I know ever turn into a demon? (laughs) Like, where does that come from? Where? 
dear brain, where are you getting this stuff from? Because it is ridiculous. Like I woke up from that dream and I literally was like, what? And then I was freaked out because there was a freaking demon in my dream. I got up, I closed my door and I locked it. I was just like, not today, Satan. (laughs) Like I was like, nope, 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 nope. And I was just like, laying there for a few minutes and I'm like what in the world like why is my brain processing this like why did my brain decide to turn this person into a demon (laughs) like (laughs) yeah it's okay you can laugh at me but this is where my overthinking brain goes and maybe I'm an extremist (laughs) maybe I am an extreme overthinker and maybe you're not you're not quite there yet maybe you don't dream about demons (laughs) or anything like that but I do know that those of us who deal with anxiety, overthinking is just another thing to add on to our list of things that we do, right? Of things that we need to heal from, of things, that, <laughs> something that we need to work on. And I don't have a solution because obviously I'm still an overthinker because I am dreaming about demons. <laughs> but, um, you know, every every article that I've read and, and research and, and book and stuff, like, They all say, like, give yourself that allotted time and just take that time and only that time to worry about what it is you need to worry so that it just doesn't ruin the rest of your day. My husband, like, always likes to make fun of me. And I know I've said this in maybe one or a few episodes where he's just like, you think too much. And I tell him it's because you don't think enough. So I need to think for the both of us. Um... Sometimes I admire my husband, but most of the time I hate my husband because he literally just like lives his day, like day by day, like not worried about the past and not worried about the future. Like he's just like a child, (laughs) you know, like I've said this, um, during the inner child healing episode where like kids just like live in the now and they don't have any worries about the future and they don't really care about the past. Like, My husband is just like that. Like he just is living in his day, day by day, and he doesn't freak out or worry about anything in the future until like it's closer or until it's like the day of or until he needs to worry about it. Like he just sails through life. (laughs) I mean, you know, for the most part, but like I, (laughs) I admire that. But at the same time, I hate that because I cannot do that. Like I cannot. And I am getting better at letting him into my mind and letting him just kind of pick my my brain a little bit. It's taken me these eight years (laughs) for me to like finally open up to him and just be like, hey, listen, so I'm stressed out about this because I think that either A is going to happen, B is going to happen, or C is going to happen. And then he'll be like, okay, well, C is completely impossible. (laughs) B, I mean, you have a little bit of a greater chance and A is probably how it's actually going to go down. And like he, in the best of his ability, just kind of tries to reassure me like it's going to be fine, right? But then when he says that, I'm like, well, how do you know that it's going to be fine? (laughs) Like anything can happen, right? And it is true. Like anything can happen. Um, But we really need to just like give ourselves more more credit and give life <laughs> a little bit more credit and just you know it, i had this conversation with someone maybe like a few weeks maybe even a few months ago where it's like the things that we overthink are literally like 99% of the time never actually happen 
Like literally about 99% of the time, all the fake scenarios, all the big scenarios that like we overthink never actually happen. We always worry that something bad is going to happen and maybe 1% of the time something bad does happen, but 99% of the time, none of that ever happens. It always is a good or a better outcome, right? Like it's always what we least expect to happen. Like we never have a rational thought of what it is that could truly happen. We always have to think of everything so like negatively and everything's so like bad and, and we're always just like worried that like something is gonna go wrong. But like I, I get it because that's me too. Like I'm always just thinking that everything is going to go wrong. Always thinking of the worst case scenario every single time. But literally, literally, whatever I think of, like, never, never actually happens. (laughs) So I always just like think to myself, like, then why don't I just allow myself to think of that? Like, why don't I just allow myself to think of a positive outcome as opposed to a negative one. Like, I know, like, rationally, logically, I know that a positive outcome is, like, most likely to occur. Why is it that I allow myself and why is it that I allow my brain to take me there? Because when I start to just worry and freak out and overthink about things, then I literally just make myself more anxious. Like, how do I stop this? (laughs) How do I not think of bad outcomes? And I mean, you can argue and you can say and go back as far as like my childhood, right? Like just kind of like always having to walk on eggshells because you never knew um, the type of day you were going to have, like the type of reaction you were going to get from certain people from you saying something or you asking for something. Like, You just never knew what was going to happen. So, I mean, that's probably where where it comes from. Like, I I can specifically always remember, like, asking my grandma if I could go somewhere, okay? And this is, like, a big thing in, like, a Mexican household. I think it's a big thing in, like, other Hispanic cultures, too. But, like, in a Mexican household, like, if you go out one day, you can't go out the next day. Like, you had too much fun. You were out too much. Like, there, there's just no way. So, like, if I had, like, in high school, I was on two different dance teams. So, like, I, you know, I always had practices and then we would have performances or competitions and stuff. So, I was kind of, like, always out. Um, but if I had, like, I don't know, a performance that Friday night, But then I wanted to go out and hang out with my friends like Saturday. Like there was just no way, even though Friday didn't technically count as me going out and hanging out like I was performing. Yes, I was around my friends, but like we weren't like out, I don't know, at the mall or something like we were at school performing for, I don't know, maybe a football game or something like but then that Saturday, you know, we all wanted to go to the mall to go watch a movie or something like there was just no way. But there would be times where I would be like, uh, maybe my grandma would understand that. Maybe she would realize that like technically yesterday I was working and today technically is just like me trying to have fun, right? <laughs> so I would like be in my bedroom and I'd be like, okay, so if I go ask her, one, I need to see what kind of a mood she's in. So I'm going to go into the kitchen 
and just like see what she's doing and if she seems happy then I can ask her but if she seems mad then I'm gonna have to wait like a few hours until like I see that she's calmed down right so I'll go into the kitchen and then she looks like she's cleaning and she doesn't seem like she has a mad face on and then she's not really complaining about anything so like okay cool you know and then I'll just be like hey grandma <laughs> and then I would see how she would respond and she'd be like yeah what's up or she'd be like yeah Mika and I'd be like oh fuck like <laughs> I already know I can't ask her <laughs> um and so I would be like oh you know some of my friends like we want to go to the mall and, and go to the movies right and if she would be like Ugh. Then I knew it was a no. Like, <laughs> I knew it was an automatic no. But if she would be like, oh, I don't know. You know, like if she would say words, then I knew that there was some way to convince her. But if it was a, that was a no. Like, that was a no. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would just walk back into my room, like, disappointed. But <laughs> it was always, like, just trying to figure out and, like, reading the room around me to know what sort of reaction I would be getting from her and so I feel that like now whenever I'm like go somewhere like I have to read the room and see like what kind of reaction am I going to get from people what is it that I'm allowed to say or I'm allowed to do like how are these people going to like or, or what are these people going to think of me right and then my brain just starts like overreacting. But I don't even have to be in that actual scenario or that event. I will start overthinking that since like days before, like weeks before. I will start thinking about it and I'm just like, okay, so these people like this or these people like that. And now I got to start talking about this and, and now I can't say that. And now I have to make sure that I dress this way and that I do this and like... Oh, but if I do this this day, then I can't do this that day. And like that is where my overthinking brain goes. And this specifically, I know, comes from my childhood <laughs> and just like never knowing what kind of a reaction or what kind of a day I was going to have because my day depended on everyone else's mood. I am still in the process of trying to learn to live my life for me and truly not giving a crap about anyone or anything else. I am still in that process. There are moments where I'm good and there are moments where I don't care and there are moments where I don't feel that guilt or that shame or, or anything negatively. But then there are times where I'm just like, ugh why like why do I feel so bad and why do I feel so guilty and why do I feel so shameful like why and you know I, I am getting better and do I know if that'll that I will ever make a hundred percent transition like I don't know I feel that I'm still like it, always going to typically be a nice person and still typically care about you know everyone else's feelings but you know, at some point or another, you got to realize that like you doing things for yourself does not make you selfish and does not make you a bad person. But really, though, what I want to work on like right now is just to like shut off my brain. <laughs> sometimes I just like sometimes these things I think of are so irrational that I'm just like, why? You know, like, like I said, logically, realistically, I know that some of these things that I think of 
are completely impossible. Like, impossible. Like, is someone going to turn into a demon? No! <laughs> like, do demons exist? Yes, I truly do believe that demons exist. But, like, the chances of, like, a demon, like, oh. <laughs> why does my brain go there? Like, why? Why does my brain go there? I wish I could just, like, slap myself in the head and just be like, bro, like, chillax. Like, it's fine. Like, none of that is going to happen. Like, let me relax. Let me be. Let me just, like, enjoy the moment. Let me just, like, enjoy my life. Like, why do you have to take me there? Why do you have to make me worry about things that are never going to happen? I just want my brain to shut off. Like, just shut it off. (laughs) I want to have like a night or like even just like a few minutes to myself where like I literally don't think about anything. And I know that people say like, oh, well, meditate. Oh, well, do breathing exercises, right? Oh, like pray. But like even when I do those things, like my brain is still thinking of a million things at once. Like there's just no way that I can stop it. There's no way that I can just calm it down. Like even in the places where, like, I shouldn't be overthinking, I am overthinking. The other day, my husband admitted, he's like, I can tell when you start to feel anxious at church because you start to um, fiddle around with your fingers. He's like, and then you start to bounce your leg. And I told them, like, I, I knew specifically what he was thinking of. Um, I forgot to eat breakfast that morning before church. And if I don't eat breakfast, I get uh, like that hypoglycemic like feeling, right? I feel like I'm a pass out. I'm not diabetic, but I, I get that way from time to time. And we were at church and normally we sit like in the back, kind of on the edge. So like I could easily just like walk out and like no one pays attention to me, right? Um, but this time around, we got there late and um, we had to sit a little bit more closer to the front and we were like in the aisle like in the middle right so I'm like over here and I'm like I feel like I'm gonna pass out because I'm so hungry I feel like I'm gonna pass out because I'm so hungry and then I'm like ah my leg has fallen asleep okay my legs (laughs) one of my legs always ends up falling asleep at church (laughs) like always so I'm like I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna pass out Which then at that point, I'm going to want to run outside, right, to get some fresh air or to go grab some water or something. But my foot is asleep, which means that I'm not going to be able to feel it, which means that when I stand up and try and run out of here, I'm going to trip and fall. And I'm here sitting in the middle, in the middle row in front of everyone, and everyone's going to notice me trip and fall. And then like, I'm not even going to be able to get back up or like walk because my foot is asleep. But then I feel like I'm going to pass out. So maybe I am actually going to pass out. And and everyone's going to see me here. And that is why I started fidgeting with my fingers and my leg was bouncing because I was thinking that the whole time. And I remember when my husband said, like, I could tell that you were getting anxious because you started doing these things. Then I told him what I was thinking of. And then he just looks at me like, what? <laughs> this is where my brain goes. Literally, this is where my brain goes. Um kind of almost all the time. Like, yeah, literally kind of almost all of the time. And it is just, it's, it's annoying. Like there's no other word for it other than it is annoying and that I want to shut it down and shut it off. And I just want to have a few minutes of peace where I am literally thinking about absolutely nothing. All right. I'm going to go ahead and just like 
cut this one short. I feel that I can go on and on and on about like how my brain overthinks and like different scenarios of things that I've thought of. But like y'all are just going to think that I am crazy because where my brain goes, sometimes I think I'm crazy and sometimes I just don't quite understand. But please, if you are an overthinker and your thought process goes the same way as mine does, um, please reach out. Please, let's talk about this. <laughs> uh, because as of right now, I'm feeling very lonely and I'm feeling like I'm the only one who thinks this irrationally. Like, and it is insane. And it's, and it's making me feel a little bit sad. So if you are an overthinker like me, please reach out because... Yeah, I don't like it. So let's talk about it. And let's try and figure out a way to um, shut off our brains for a little bit. <laughs> but with that being said, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety. Mm-hmm.